Welcome back to Aliyah Yami. Today we're going to be learning together Matos Sheni, the second Aliyah in Parshas Matos. The topic of our Aliyah is the battle against Midian. Our, our Aliyah is 12 Psukim long, running from Perak Lamed Aleph, Pasuk Aleph to Yud Beis. Let's take a look at a summary and then some points to ponder. So we hear that Hashem commands the nation of Israel to seek revenge. Nekoim nikmas b'nei Yisrael against the Midianites. He commands them to conscript people for the army. And it is Elef Lamate, Elef Lamate, which basically um, on the level of Pshat means a thousand are drafted from each tribe, yielding 12,000 soldiers. Moshe sends the troops before Pinchas and Elazar, and they are gathered and fought the Midianim and successfully kill every single male man. They kill the five kings of Midian, whose names are listed, and they kill Bilam ben Baor in this battle as well. Remember, he was a Midianite. And they then take the women and children captive, burn down their cities, and present the spoils in front of Moshe, Elazar, on the Arvois Moav, on the steps of Moav. A few basic points to ponder in this, in this section. Number one is, why is Midian the target and not Moav? After all, it was the daughters of both Midian and Moav who seduced to immorality and idol worship the, the children of Israel. So why is it that Midian is receiving the full brunt of revenge and not Moab? Rashi gives us two options. One option is, is that Moab attacked out of fear. They were directly next to Israel, whereas Midian actually was out of spite because it was not their battle. If you actually look where Midian is on the map, it's not so clear where the nation of Midian lived. There were more Bedouins, so they traveled around, but the, uh, many maps place them in the Arabian Peninsula, so down, further down south. They were certainly not where Israel was at the time. So they're going out of their way was because of an ideological hatred, not a fear. So therefore they were worse than the Moabites. Similarly, Rashi gives another possibility that Moab had future royalty to come from them, both Ruth and Naamah HaAmonis, both who marry into, or Morris is going to bring about the child David Melech, and Naamah is going to marry into the family of David Melech. Why, why was this called Nikmas Hashem, the vengeance of Hashem as well? So the Rashi explains that this the, the attack on Israel was an attack on Hashem. When the nation of Midian tried to hurt Israel, they were trying to hurt Hashem, Kivyachol, and so Hashem is responding in such. This is his battle too. Now, why is there a thousand for each tribe? It seems like a very small war effort for, for the tribes. You're going to certainly see the amount of people remaining would indicate that the Midian was a very large nation, to, uh, at least larger than 12,000. So the Balaturim explains that really Elef Lamate, Elef Lamate actually means 2,000. Or it means 1,000, 1,000, which means 2,000 from each tribe, 24,000 in total, because that was how many people died in the plague that ensued after the sin of Balpa'or, after the daughters of Midian and Moab brought about this destruction. The, that doesn't sound, seem to square with the Psukim, which next says 12,000 people, 12,000 Chalutz Etzava. So the Midrash Rabbah explains, no, 12,000 went to war and 12,000 davened. It's an important model. Some, some people like to think that there's only going to be the 12,000 davening. Some people think that there's only going to be 12,000 fighting. The, the way the Medrash Rabbah is describing it is you need both. You need to have the soldiers and you need to have the daveners. So that's what was going on over here. 1,000 on the front, 1,000 on the, on the Tefillah front. Which tribes were the ones that have submitted their, their troops for war? Rashi explains all of them, including Levi, which means that Ephraim and Menashe were actually as one. Why now is Levi included? So the Sifse Chachamim quotes the Mizrahi because Ephraim and Menashe were only considered separate when it came to Nachla, inheritance. But this is not inheritance anymore. Now, were they happy to be doing this? 
So Rashi explains, no, they had to be forced to go into this war. A word in this Aliyah indicates that they, were, they, they had to be forced to give over their troops. And the reason is, is because they knew that Moshe Rabbeinu was to die after this. And therefore they were reticent to expedite that process as well. Now, why is Pinchas in this battle after all? What's Pinchas have to do with anything? Rashi presents three options for us. Number one is he started this whole business by killing Zimri and Cosby. So he's going to finish it by killing the rest of the Midianites. Another option is that he was a descendant of Yosef from the maternal side. And he was seeking revenge for Mechiras Yosef, which was at the hands of Midianite traders. If you go back to Parshas Vayezhev. Final option Rashi presents is that he is the Mashuach Milchama, which means that the one of the Kwanim was the one anointed specifically to lead the army, and that's who Pinchas was right now. Finally, one last question on this Aliyah, and that is why was Bilam killed in this bat- battle? Rashi explains that he actually um, was, was engaged in using sorcery to help many of the Midianite officers fly in the air in their battle against Israel, and of course Israel did not have an air force at this point in time, so made them gave it them a distinctive military advantage. So they brought into battle the iron and the tzitz, which brought them down. They fell out of the skies and died. This is the, and this is clear how it describes how Bilam fell upon their corpses, a posuk in Yahushua, describing that Bilam was actually finally broken out of the sorcery he was using. And what is ir- ironic is that he came to curse Israel using the, the the tools of Israel, which is the mouth, and he was ultimately killed with the tools of his kind, which is that of the sword. And that's what ends up happening in this particular idea. We conclude and we'll move into the description of the aftermath of the battle in Shlishi. In the meantime, have a wonderful and meaningful day.